Welcome to episode nine of the Dead Serial Podcast. I'm your host, LJ. Before I introduce my guest, Jensen Poor, I would like to give a quick shout out to Vic Back at Studio 27. I've known Vic since he first started tattooing with good times here in Salt Lake City. He's an extremely talented tattoo artist. He owns and operates a phenomenal studio. He also does amazing carpentry. Please check him out on Instagram, at Vic Back. That's V-I-C-B-A-C-K. One more. Today I'm sitting down with Jensen Poor. He's the owner and operator of Custom Rustic out of Park City, Utah. Custom Rustic started with log home restoration in the year 2000 and has since grown into a general construction outfit. Jensen himself is an avid skier and mountain biker. He loves the outdoors and traveling and we share many interests, some of which we'll discuss today such as plant medicine, floating, tattoos, and music. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Yeah, I'll salute you in my cores with your cleansing tea. With my kombucha, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I've uh, um, elected about two months ago. I was telling you, it's a mindful march. Yeah, you were telling me that. Yeah. 30 day um, program? It's Yeah, it's a 30 day program that I hope that, you know, some of it uh, kind of trickles down through the rest of my life. So, um, you know, it's uh, all started. I uh, got a ma- the Time Magazine special edition, and on the cover is this, like, super peaceful lady, and it's, uh, it says mindfulness, you know, the new science and health, you nice. know, meditation. And I started thumbing through it, and I just went down this wormhole of, like, <laughs> you know, how I live my life, how I can live my life better, um, the pursuit of happiness, the things in my life that make me happy. And it's, and then listening to different various reading and listening to different things, um, you know, podcasts, Podcasts, audio books, audio books, um, reading, of course, that, uh, you know, diet and nutrition and kind of cleansing things out and then working on your body as much as your mind. And so, Well, you kind of started on a spiritual journey a few years ago. Yeah, I did. It's been a good one. Yeah. There's, you know, (laughs) ups and downs with everything. It's been a, and, you know, I got into that, um, you know, knowing that, you know, it's a path, you know. It's it's, a journey. It's it's a journey. And and I kind of use this analogy a lot, but it's a marathon. It's not a race. It is. Right? Yeah. So, longevity, stamina, determination steady the course (laughs) yeah and just like you know i mean learning from your mistakes and you know trying to be mindful so i mean there at spawned i had this idea of you know i'm gonna uh get a time set aside and march was that time where you know no booze no sugar no processed foods i've done it before so i'm doing the whole 30 diet right now and um basically just living off tea and water (laughs) are you eating food because i know i have a lot of friends that have done cleanses before where it's like a lemonade type tea and that's all they drink for seven to ten days master cleanse yeah master cleanse cleanse. that's one so is it similar to that um no i mean whole 30 is basically i eat no processed food i mean if you read a label you know for example you go to the grocery store and you pull something out i mean it could be ketchup and it's like 
tomatoes might be the 90th ingredient and it's all this like latin zorbi you know whatever it is and <laughs> sugar sugar is in everything sugar, yep it's, corn syrup corn syrup is more dominant than it, sugar yeah and, and that's because it's a cheaper way yeah. for americans to cheap get their glucose dopamine fix and you know it's funny <laughs> because I have a neighbor, and he moved here uh, from the UK about 10 years ago, and he said, it was funny, when I moved here, the first thing, I couldn't put my finger on it, but uh, the food just tasted sweet, and I didn't get it, and I said to my wife, the food tastes different here, what is it? Oh, it's sweet, and yeah. he said, yes, yeah. so yeah, man, we put sugar in everything. Like, I do we, love my sweet tea. Yeah, yeah, no, there's nothing wrong, I mean, I just think... You know, it's nice to kind of like clean everything out, start from basis. And, you know, what Whole30 is, is, I mean, I can eat, you know, meat, I can eat vegetables, I can eat fruit, but, you know, all the toppings and sauces and, you know, it's just super clean. It's the (laughs) second time I've done it. So I did it. um, I was training for a race. uh, Mountain bike race? A mountain bike race in September, a big long one. It's called the Park City Point to Point. Is a real ass kicker. It's a scary time going into it, training for I, it. I bet. And we can go into that a little bit yeah. more. But, but So it, second time you've done the Whole30. Yeah, second time I've done the Whole30. No 30. processed foods. No processed food, no sugar, no booze, no No weed, good no toppings. Nothing. No good toppings, nothing. It's just like That's pretty, awesome, though. Yeah, and and the first week or so, you know, it you, your body goes through like a detox. I mean, no shit. It's almost like, like you, a shock. You, I, a little bit, man. I mean, you feel different. But I'll tell you, man, when you hang with it by week two, week three, you feel so light, so good, and and it really makes you. It just you know that like we talk about the journey and things trickling down into the rest of your life, like really looking at you know, your diet and saying, okay, you know, what are we putting in our bodies? You know, it's like what you Where, put in. What's what the source? Out. Where does it come from? How's it processed? Well, how's it processed? And when you look into it, it's pretty disturbing it, or shocking. It is. And that's why, you know, I've chosen at my house, you know, I mean, we, uh, you know, live on basically somewhat of a farm and I mean, yeah. I raise a lot of my own food, you know, you vegetables ch- and chicken and chickens, turkey and eggs, eggs and honey. bees. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good hobby. It's something I want to continue to learn and definitely something I want to pass down to my kids. That's got to be huge. You've got two yeah. boys and that's got to be I an do. amazing learning experience for them to grow up in that type of environment. We don't teach that shit in schools anymore. No. And Home economics. and I mean, we don't even teach kids how to drive in school anymore. You go I don't even know what they, I don't know what yeah. they teach kids it's in fun. school You're going to find out in a few years. Right? Yeah. I mean, my kid, uh, Bergen, he goes, you know, to the Wileman School, which is a charter school in Park City. And um, they, they do. The other day he left his backpack in the car. And I was like, oh, man. And I ran in there. And lo and behold, I walk in there and I was like so happy. They are in there taking like 15 minutes or 10 minutes in the morning of meditation. Nice. And I'm like, That's I'm a awesome. big believer in meditation. I am myself. I'm out of practice, yeah. unfortunately. And it's, it's a practice, isn't it? <laughs> it is absolutely a practice. But when, you know, I've had those steady long spurts of actually practicing and, and in a sense perfecting my meditation and Yep. When you get those experiences where you're like, holy shit, that's what, that's what everybody's talking about. Yeah. It, <laughs> I've had it, some gnarly realizations. And, yeah. 
and without plant medicine being involved, you know, weed or DMT or mushrooms, just straight meditation. Yeah, I've had some of my most, I mean, one modality, you know, I use for meditation probably, I mean, I do, I mean, well, really, it's the float tank, you know. I, mean, I love the float tank. I do too. And believe it or not, I've only done it the one time. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it is a key. I mean, it. I try to do it as much as I possibly can. And there's good floats. There's hard floats, and you know, it just don't open the door. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's. I it don't gets know, intimidating. It's, I mean, you're weightless. You're in a dark space. Yeah. You've got earplugs in because you don't want plug your ear canals full. Of, Salt water, no, no. really heavy salt water. I have water. floated a few times, you know. I've probably floated, I don't know, 20 or 30 times with no earplugs. And it, it's it's interesting, man. Huh. So what it does is uh, inside the tank, it's almost like your breathing and your heart sound different uh, than like with earplugs in it. So it's, it's, very, it's a very different experience and it's kind of... Um, I think it's a little bit uncomfortable at first, like having the water in your ears, because yeah, I kind of drive me crazy. Yeah, it, it's different, but um, you know, again, it's it's a it's a practice. I mean, the float tank is like my hands down number one favorite way to just chill <laughs> out and you know, yeah. like just kind of reconnect, just back to. Not just a nothingness like my brain some, when I get to where I want to go my brain is empty I mean it is like in my meditation practice I try to practice letting thoughts come in not to block thoughts out right but let thoughts come into my head and just move away just flow yeah don't grab onto them don't anything yeah. and you know you're kind of the observer at that point yeah you're just yeah, kind that, of it, watching and, the world go by the first and only time I've tried DMT, dimethyltryptamine, right? Yeah, dimethyltryptamine. Um, I was just kind of an observer through a veil and was like, it's hard to explain that, but through meditation and then the float tank, it's interesting you say with, without having air protection in, you can hear your heart and your breathing because in meditation, that's huge. Yeah, it is. It's, that's it's the kind focus. Of, especially your breathing is kind of your mantra and keeping you there and then that's how I get Focus. to my place, man. It's counting breaths. It's uh, the number one. One in, two out, three. Get to ten, start over, you know, and focusing nice. on that. And that's been a good thing, and I do that in the tank every time I float, you know. And now, did you start floating before you went to Peru? And I did. not ayahuasca ritual? Flo- yeah, I started floating about a year before I went to Peru. Um, um immediately was hooked and saw the benefits i mean when i say immediately i didn't get in the tank once and was like well you know but i yeah. saw that there was there is a portal there to something <laughs> different and, you know i, I started reading well. about it and then i said you know forget you know fuck reading about it i'm just gonna spend time in the tank and i just nice. kept going to the tank and the tank and i was you know, trying to go, it started out at once a week and then it was twice a week. And then I did weeks where I'd float every day and then, you know, went ape shit and ended up getting a tank at my house. And then, you know, so. And this is at Salt City Float Spa? Yeah, I started. Uh, Sean, Sean, is it? Yeah, yeah, I started floating with Sean. Um, 
and always just loved the conversations I had with that kid. Like he was something else, <laughs> man. Like such a did good you know him previously? I did. Just met him I, through I, Salt because Salt City itself is a small ass town. It, it is small, <laughs> small Salt Lake City. But no, I didn't. I didn't know him um, at all. I mean, I heard a, a, someone told me Salt City was open and. I called and the guy didn't answer his phone and then it was kind of a pain and then finally when I <laughs> got in we were connected and he was he was a he was a good business owner that would you know if I wanted to bring people over to float late he'd stay open. Oh that's awesome. And, yeah. It's huge for yeah. a local business to be willing to do that. He has a phenomenal facility. I was overly surprised how nice that spot is. He is. I'm, I'm going to give like a little plug if you don't mind. I would please um, there's a new so. there's a new float spa that opened in Park City called Sink. Okay. And it is a very 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 nice place. Nice. Yeah, they have three brandy tanks. Um, it's a uh, uh, super clean. It's convenient. It's quiet. Which uh, floating man being in an environment where there's not construction going on next door or <laughs> next to a busy road yeah. is key because I've been in a lot of tanks that that's definitely been a factor for it'll sure. just take you out of it like that it does man. and meditation's the same way I if agree. i'm in my office meditating and then the garbage truck rolls up and fucking oh. clankly or fedex drops a package off has been the worst You're like oh fucking damn it yeah can't you wait till that doesn't phase you <laughs> yeah that's what i'm going for man. The garbage that's truck could run the goal, into my right? house and i won't move but, yeah that's definitely the journey and you know i'm i'm on the journey i know you're on the journey and it, it's man as long as you can stick with it and keep i venture off the path more than i'd like to but i i think acknowledgement is oh you're a big human part of, yeah Are right you really? <laughs> I didn't. oh yeah. fuck we he's actually human yeah <laughs> we, yeah I think we have faults <laughs> we do and you know i think that's part of it man it's like falling off and getting back on i just read this super awesome book man and maybe a lot of people have read it but it's uh the war of art who's that by? it's a uh, pressfield Stephen okay. pressfield nice. and what's that about it is just i would call it a literally literary kick in the balls <laughs> to get moving what i what i found the book is about is the resistance that people us as humans our biggest our biggest enemy is ourselves yeah and absolutely resisting like okay i want to get back into my meditation practice well i mean everybody's got you know 5 10 20 minutes whatever a day that you can sit or yeah. you know and it's just we resist ourselves like in in our psyche we know what's right like we know what would make us happy we know what to do but it's so hard because we resist ourselves yeah and I read that and I was like, just like, man, that, that was such a great book. I'd highly recommend like giving it a quick read. It's not a long, it drawn out, out. Audible. It's straight to the point. Two credits sitting in Audible just waiting. So that, that would be, that would be a good one, man. That nice. would. I'm wrapping up Joseph Campbell's Hero with a Thousand Faces right now. Ooh, right on. So on Audible, I, I kept going for like science fiction and fiction, you know, Star Wars novelizations yeah. of the films, Ready Player One, and I got a young book. I can't remember which one. Uh, Mick Peek could be upset with me. Is it Young? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's Carl Young. I, yeah. I can't remember. So I'm trying to get more 
into back to books of philosophy yeah. and psychology and meditation. So I'll, I'll definitely check that one out. Self-help books are good, yeah. man. That's what my shelf's full of, you know, trying to figure out what's wrong with me all the time, you know, or just how, <laughs> you know, where the little chinks are and everything and trying to plug those up. But yeah, there, there's a, I've, I've read a lot of really good books recently that I'm nice. super stoked, you know. So you're exercising your body, you're doing the 30 day cleanse right now, you're exercising your mind, meditation, books, just, what else is going on? You got tattooed today? Yeah, I got tattooed today again. I got, <laughs> you know, this is the, the Maori symbol, um, from what I can find with extensive research that this is the, it represents a fern. And a fern is a very resilient plant, right? Right. And what this represents is uh, endurance, but also like perseverance, persevering things. And that's kind of the same, like with endurance, like whatever you're doing, like our brains will tell us to quit so much before our body. And when you get to that wall, I mean, if you can climb over that wall, it is just amazing what the humans are capable of. And I mean, I, I, I would like, I mean, I, you, you hear these people, I mean, you know, uh, did you hear about that girl that won the Moab ultra Courtney DeWalter? I think I did hear a little bit about that. Holy shit. Hats off to her. I mean, this girl comes out, she eats a diet of pizza and beer. She said nachos and beer, I think is what she said. Holy shit, that's my diet. Yeah, well, dude, you should start running because that chick kicked is 237 mile foot race in Moab. I think it's one of the hardest foot races in the world, if not the um, days. And she beat... The second place dude <laughs> yeah, by twenty miles, this. man. Fuck and yeah, I am go like, for oh, her. Yeah. It's fucking red. And I found that so inspiring. I was just like, so Joe Rogan had her on his podcast. That's where I heard yeah, it. From. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, holy shit, man. Like this chick is so badass. And I mean, I love getting my hands on things like that because Examples it, of Yeah, just like, you know, what people can do with their and it's it's intriguing to me and you it's know be motivating it is for very me when motivating. i hear shit like that yeah my wife's a big runner and you know she she's not a huge podcaster but she listened <laughs> to that podcast and you know she's a, she's a strong chick she's got a lot of endurance and she's got a, a strong I mean, her mental stamina, you know, right. us, us she guys. She puts up with you, right? Well, yeah, we, we, we break down, man. I break down and, you know, want to cry. And, you know, the, the women seem to be able to just keep going. Yeah. It's a wall. And, you know, I've, I've <clears throat> people say, you know, like, they, they use an example of hitting a wall and getting over the wall, right? Right. And, you know, I think this year was like the first time I'd ever hit a real wall that I was like fucking dumb. What was going on? Um, I was on a training ride, and I had made arrangements with my brother, Dane. Nice. Um, yeah. What's up, Dane? Yeah, Dane. Quick hey. shout out. <laughs> and uh, he was going to meet me, like I think is a 30-something mile point halfway through the day and kind of ride the second half of the day with me. And, you know, I had started and come around and he met me in the parking lot and he had some like supplies for me and we started back up the trail for a big mega climb. Nice. And I got, I was just like, damn, dude, I don't know. What am I doing? What am I doing? And I, honest to God, dude, I fucking like 
just hit a wall and I was like stuck dead. I'm, I'm like, I can't go any further. I can't go any further. And I wasn't like throwing up or anything. I mean, it was just my it's brain. Like a mental par- paralysis? Like, so, I, I mean, I'm, you can yeah. probably still move and obviously. I, yeah, it was mental. My body yeah. was functioning, but I mean, I was like, dude, I, I honestly, like, I started. He said, let's just chill for a second. And I, like, dude, I started, like, f- kind of, like, freaking out a little bit. Like, holy cow, man, I'm in trouble. This race, I mean, I'm like, I'm not, I'm like at the halfway point, you know? And he said, dude, just chill for a minute. And I put in some music and this song, this Bob Weir song came in. I don't nice. know what the hell, what, why, or anything, but it gave me this like jolt of electricity. I started thinking about my boys and being a good example to them. And then LJ, yeah, I started crying. Yeah, no shit. Like just, just in, emotion. mostly yeah. like, yeah, emotions. But I guess I left a little small part out. I started riding. Day I just got back on the bike and I started pedaling, right? And I was going and going and going. And all of a sudden, I just like came through. And it was weird as shit, man. I almost had more <laughs> energy than I started the day with. And that's like what brought on the emotional. I was like, wow, that's the first time I think I'd really like experienced that. Like a true, like I hit a wall. Like, yeah. and got over it and... I was like, wow, you know, that's It was amazing. behind you at that It point. was behind me. Drive yeah. on. Yeah, it was a cool experience, yeah. man. I, I so me- well, it. it's kind of leads back to floating or meditation. and Physical performance, mental performance can... They're hand out. in hand, Just, dude. Well, and it can bring out amazing realizations. Yeah. Emotional feats. Like, I haven't had anything particularly where I felt like I've hit a wall, but there's been times where... I'm basically kind of, I don't know if I'm receiving a message or energy or something from out there, but it's like, okay, hold on. Like, I need to listen for a minute and just, okay. Yeah. I'm a little teary-eyed and a little emotional and it's going to be a good fucking day. Here we go. I, I, I love <laughs> It's hard to explain. Yeah. yeah. I, mean? I mean, I'm sure you get it, man. I've always... You know, you are definitely like a good, a good soul. And I, Thank you. you know, I've that, always that I've thought that from the first time I met you, I'm definitely <laughs> glad to be in your life, man. Yeah. So, well, know. we always just seem to click and I met you through work in custom rustic yeah. and I, I threw down with you guys for a season and I still apply shit that I learned from that doing construction now, especially from you guys. And, and that's huge, but the personal bond or friendship with you in particular was like yeah. i know this dude yeah i just yeah. know you <laughs> and maybe i don't know every single detail about your life I oh don't you have know to. enough yeah I, the other stuff yeah. you don't want to know <laughs> we all have skeletons <laughs> there's some again skeletons. we're human <laughs> yeah it's amazing the the shit um that we all have you know and sometimes it takes you know you mentioned you know plant medicine and Sometimes it it takes, uh, you know, something like that, you know, to maybe uh, those to see all the shit that's in your brain (laughs) and it's manifested right in front of your face and put there for you to deal with. And we all have it, no matter the cleaner and squeakier you think you are, there's there's shit. And some people can bury it deeper than others, but yeah. Well, maybe it's not even necessarily 
skeletons in your closet, but there's monsters and <laughs> there's and shit that you've got. It, again, it's that kind of that hero's journey, but you are gonna encounter some shit, and if you can actually face that and move on from it and grow and embrace it, it's gotta be huge. You'd know better than I would. Well, I mean, no, I mean ayahuasca I... ritual in Peru. What what was that? What was that like? <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's scary as hell i mean i don't know man it was uh, again a journey like there was this huge building up like anything like i i took one thing i did learn that i'm very grateful for is that i learned not to take it lightly and that the preparation and going into it is like it is probably just or more than important is the experience itself. Yeah. So getting ready for the experience. Well, I remember you prepping kind of like you're doing now. Yeah. You really went through a cleansing process and yeah, tried to you your know. diet. Yeah, and diet and supplements, whatever you were taking into your body, you took very seriously. Yep, and also <laughs> like yeah, trying to you know clear the head out and. You know, just get in a good headspace where, like, I didn't have any expectations because, like, from what I understood is, you know, don't come with expectations. Just come, drop the mask. Open mind. And, you know, I ended up going uh, to Don Howard at Spirit Quest, a um, couple-hour boat ride out of uh, Quitos, Peru, on the Amazon. And Don Howard's a super reputable dude. He is, and I do that. facility, he, whatever you call oh it down God. there, is yeah, Spirit be, Quest. Yeah. It's just an awesome, I mean, is outside ceremony. I mean, the best part of the whole experience, I'd have to say, is just, like, the community of people, Don Howard, his staff, like... You were well taken care of. They knew what they were doing. Um, they cared for you. They were knowledgeable. Just, I mean, it was, it was. The, well, and I think to the outsider or to the, I don't want to say naive, but people who aren't familiar with and don't understand an ayahuasca trip, it's not like a big stoner thing no. where you're just getting well, fucked up and having fun and laughing like uh, you said right out the gate when I brought it up and that was some scary shit yeah I mean there's the idea to me of anybody doing that recreationally is just like absurd like I, I there is absolutely zero recreation valid recreational value in it it's not it is, it is an intense time and it is it is very it's a very reverent time and um you know, you, you don't know what you're going to get. I mean, there's, it, it is a powerful, powerful medicine. That's yeah. what I'll say. And, you know, words, I've heard a million people try to describe like an ayahuasca experience. And I mean, I had a, I had a few different ones. I, I did uh, four, four or five ceremonies. Um, and that was all on the same trip. It right? was all on the same Just trip. Just different nights. Yeah, we were yeah. there about two weeks and you know, their first few days is just kind of like getting acquainted. And then we made the medicine ourselves, like with, um, you know, there were three other shamans, you know, Don Howard is actually a maestro. He's not, he's not the, he's not the shaman, right? Okay. So Don Robert, Donnie Eliana and Don Carlos are the shamans. Yep. Nice. So it's a, I, and I don't even know if they're like real people. I mean, I was just like so. <laughs> what do you mean? I was just enamored by them. I mean, they, 
Just the humbleness. Like, you know, if you see somebody, I'm sure you've been around somebody that just, like, radiates, like, such, like, positivity and power and, like, that doesn't try. Yeah. Like. It's um, just their being. It's just the what what's coming off yeah. of them, you know? I mean, they're not exerting anything out other than just magic, I guess. <laughs> and, um, I mean, I was sitting with some of the other people down there and. I was like, man, I think Don Robert probably like turns into a jaguar at night and goes into <laughs> he crawls the into the jungle. Yeah, he's, I mean, there's no communication with these people, right? I mean, I believe they spoke Quechua, you know, which is a native language. It's spoken, you know, a lot in Bolivia and Peru, and I think like Ecuador, Amazonia region, up in the mountains as nice. well. And I mean, like, yeah, it's not. It's not like Spanish, right? So it's like everybody says like Spanish, but um, yeah, it's not like Spanish. And um, so you know, there was a translator, which was Don Howard, and he would explain what was going on. But like, kind of be that guide. He was the guide, and nice. he is one hell of a guide. Like, if anybody was ever thinking about like you know, doing, you know, going to an ayahuasca ceremony. I mean, I would highly recommend, like, doing your research yeah, and finding absolutely. what feels right for you. I mean, I hear people doing it in their basement here in Salt Lake City. And, I mean, that's, like, terrifying to no, me. No, I don't. That's not the experience I want to have. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's not. I, and I, there's no way I would ever, I could save some people some serious grief just by saying, like, you know, that is not the way. I, I don't believe that's why it was how it's meant to be done and I'll tell you this because there's a couple things that I think that if they were missing from at least my experience that to do it and not have that would be just like it, it, I don't know how you could call it a complete package and one of them is you know when the ceremony starts like you know the shamans sing Icaros which are like a song the, the Icaros are, you know, passed down from the plants to the shaman. Like, they're songs taught to the shaman by the plants. And they sing these Icaros. And you're in a maloka, which is basically, imagine like a big, uh, like a yurt type thing, okay. right? You yeah. know, a jungle yurt made us, you know, a thatch roof. <laughs> Beautiful. The one at Spirit Quest was just like awesome. I mean, it was so cool. And there's the mesa up there with all these old, you know, antiquities, and and there's like a jaguar skull. But anyway, it's gotta be crazy just to walk it, in the room, dude. It is crazy to walk in the room. And what's crazier is you know ceremonies at night, and everybody comes and drinks, and they come around and give everybody kind of like a little blessing one by one. And there's like six candles up on the mesa, and as everybody's drink and it gets closer, candles one slowly, and then that last one, and it's just like adios, you know. And uh, the here's the here's here are probably I think the two highlights of awesome magic. One of them is when. They would start singing the uh, Icaros. It was like there was this iridescent veil put every time, every single time. They would start. They would start tapping a chacruna leaf, and then 
they would start singing, and this it would just be veil up, like locked in. Yeah, you could see it. I mean, my eyes were wide open, you know, looking at yeah. it, and I'm like, man, it's like some protection dome or something. The second they would quit, the veil would drop. But then when the veil dropped and it was silent, you could hear the jungle breathing. Like, no, I'm... You could hear it, and then imagine all the insects okay. that live in the jungle. Yeah. Crickets. Millions, make, billions. Billions. Yeah. However many there are, man. I mean, they're biting the shit out of you down there, and there's a lot of them. <laughs> but they, they're just making, doing their thing, their noises, their yeah. mating calls, whatever it is. But there's a pattern to it that you can almost... A rhythm. Yeah, there's a rhythm. And you're like, man, you know, I think humans, like, we look at ourselves and make ourselves so significant and we're the top of the food chain and this and that. <laughs> and we're so, like, I mean, we're just so pompous, I guess, that we forget to, like, look around us. Well, and, so, you know, there's yeah. all this other stuff out there that is so intricate in the way it communicates the way then you harmony know, yeah harmony yeah. And, you know unfortunately i think that like what what we are at the top of the mood chain and our meat vehicles cruising around is we're fucking ruining it yeah you know i mean in a sense we're a cancer we're we are a cancer yeah. i've been I'm, you know i've been thinking about that a lot too thinking i saw this documentary the leonardo dicaprio um uh, after the flood. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. I was like, went up to my kids beds, like, and I went up and like, I just gave them both a kiss and I'm like, God, dude, like I, it's mindful March, you know, and this, these little things <laughs> like I want to turn the damn water off. Like, you know, yeah. recycle, like, you know, I, I don't want to leave, you know, it's just, it, it could be scary. Like, you know, here in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like in a, quick in a minute. minute. Yeah. No, it's some, way scary, dude. I've heard some, you know, I guess scientists throw out numbers, which are dates by when this will quit happening and this and that. And fuck, man, that's scary shit. Yeah. We, yeah. It, we have to do something, We, but as a whole, that's a big goal. Yeah, because like it has to be a global. It does effort and yeah, it's ridiculous in my opinion to look at, call it climate change, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and argue and debate it. But something is happening to our planet. We are contributing to the decline of our environment. Yep, on a mass scale, and if we don't fucking do anything to stop it, yeah. There's not going to be a home anymore. There's nowhere at this point. There's nowhere for us to go. Well, we'll extinct. We'll <laughs> extinct ourselves. You know. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, you said it. Well, like, and the world will continue to go on without us. Yeah. Right. Right. We just is our species. You know. <laughs> there's all sorts of probably toads and crickets and you know uh, cockroaches that might be able to make it through. Yeah, probably not much, but yeah. I mean, but I mean, you you said it. I mean, the biggest thing is like it's got to be like a global cooperative, and you know how hard it is to get people to cooperate, man. Especially when they yeah. have agendas and money's involved and egos involved. Oh yeah, ego enough is a, yeah. Ego is enough to ruin it alone, dude. Yeah. Uh, on a brighter note, I think we're coming up on thirty minutes. I asked you for a movie clip, and you chose one from Better Off Dead, <laughs> and. Uh, 
Yeah. And I love that clip. I actually just blasted it on Facebook on somebody's comment not too long ago. But uh, I don't want to give it away, so we'll take a quick breather. Sure. Listen to the clip, and we'll come back and, and rap about whatever randomness we've got in us. Randomness. <laughs> Sounds good. You know, if I could just get past this first lift, the rest would be a breeze. I know it. I'm telling you, Charles. Charles? Charles. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait one second. I think I'm onto something here. This is pure snow. It's everywhere. Have you any idea what the street value of this mountain is? Charles. Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold it. Ah! Oh! Oh! Outrageous! I think I froze the left half of my brain! Look! I can't move my right arm! Will you get serious? Oh, look, dude! It's Christmas Eve! I could be home right now, drinking this monster eggnog my brother makes with lighter fluid. Now, you've been staring over that edge for hours. And people die down there. And dying when you're not really sick is really sick, you know? Really. Charles, this is very important to me. I mean, really. I mean, if I don't believe in myself, I'm nothing. I'll be as bad as my neighbor, Ricky Smith, who sits around crocheting all day and, and snorting nasal spray. I gotta do it. He snorts nasal spray? You know where I can score some? Are you going to help me or not? All right, all right, all right. I'll tell you what to do. Go that way, really fast. If something gets in your way, turn. All right, so we took a little break. We listened to a clip from Better Off Dead with uh, John Cusack and Curtis Armstrong, yeah. I think, that they played Booger <laughs> in the Nerds. Yeah. Why'd you pick that clip? I love it, dude. Man, mostly, like, childhood memories. So, you know, my dad, he's... Just fucking awesome guy. And, you know, there's traditions, and he always got super excited around Christmas time of Better Off Dead. <laughs> nice. And I, I love the show. I mean, I, I, I just... It, it's funny. There's so many different characters in that show. And that one scene of, you know, him standing on top of the K-12, like, it is yeah. drug addict friend that doesn't do real <laughs> drugs, you know. He thinks the snow's literally yeah, cocaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it, I don't know, man. It's just, I guess a lot of it's, like, nostalgia and, um, you know, I mean my childhood growing I, up in the 80s and yeah, it, what a great John time. Cusack I mean come on yeah. in my opinion Better Off Dead is one of his best that and Gross Point Blank yeah like my top two John Cusack clips yeah yeah so I was so stoked when you sent me that clip I was like <laughs> again I, I know you it's a good show you know a lot of that show was filmed here in Utah up at Snowbird like the I didn't K-12 know that. And, yeah so nice. um when you watch the movie again and they're down and you know Ricky Smith is neighbor and they're yeah. fighting with the ski poles you'll see like uh, you know Gad one that used to be Gad Zoom or oh no shit yeah in the background and yeah it's funny That's yeah check it out look at it again so yeah Little Cottonwood Canyon shout out to the snowbird nice know. dude uh, I mentioned I had a surprise for you and everybody I shout out on my podcast I don't just randomly blurt it out I usually touch base, make sure, A, they, they're cool with me blasting them on my podcast, mm-hmm. and that they're cool what I'm going to say about them on my podcast. And everybody's been awesome, but I reach out to Vic and talking to him. Uh, he did want me to let you know that I've got a surprise for you. 
and you've got a tattoo session with him set up on April 17th at 9 a.m. Oh, no way. Yeah. Nice. Good to go, dude. April 7th. April, oh, I lost it here. Where'd it go? Oh. April 17th at 9 a.m. Okay, well, I... Studio 27. Okay, April 17th, I will be in day three of the Trans Rocky Mountain Bike Race. You have to reach out to him and change it. I will, and I should. It's been... He chose the date. Okay, long long overdue to reach out to Vic. Hello, Vic. You know, Vic is a super, you know, Vic's talented on more fronts than just tattooing oh, oh yeah and i mentioned i barely mentioned carpentry in his yeah. shout out but he's a phenomenal carpenter he's a phenomenal you know that's what we'd rap about when i would be getting tattooed by him is you know showing me pictures and i'm like damn dude you know and some of the stuff like his artistry too you know like yeah. drawing carpentry and you know he's yeah Vic's a good and he's just a good dude. He is. Overall. He is a good dude. I met him years ago at good times. I was just barely getting tattooed by Colby and Clint down there. And I uh, got tattooed by Alex a little bit when they moved shops down to the art spaces. But Vic was just always fucking cool. And not like fake or no, he's pompous. Genuine genuinely. Yeah. Cool dude, so that's red. Nice. Well, I appreciate that. That's an awesome surprise. I got plenty <laughs> of stuff I want to tattoo, and I can talk to, you know, Vic about that. Well, I don't know if we mentioned Sarah D earlier, but that's who you got tattooed by before you I did. came over T- here. Today, I've been tattooed by Sarah several times. I love her. Her, her new shop is like going back in time. You know, her husband Dustin runs the barber shop right next nice. door. What's the name of her shop? Uh, Lotus. Lotus. Yeah. Thank you. And um, uh, is it Lotus or Locus? Oh, I'm sorry, Sarah. Um, Way to anyway, go, they're on Ninth <laughs> South. You know, I want to say probably maybe like Third East. Nice. And it's an old building, and Dustin has his haircutting. If you want a good, if you want a haircut from a barber, yeah. with a real barber, I mean, he's got a straight edge razor tattooed ask. on his face. If he did straight razor he, shades. He does, man. And nice. it's awesome because you can go in there and get a haircut and watch like WWF or the original <laughs> Batman. And go, nice, dude. whenever I go there, I feel like I'm like in a time machine. Going back Love in it. time, there's it's just like in here. There's so much stuff to look at. Good people, <laughs> good conversation. But today I got tattooed by Sarah's assistant. Okay. Which um, who's that? Um, well, she is one of several assistants of Sarah. So <laughs> I'm not good, man, with Dave. I'm not good with Dave's LJ. Oh at least God. you're honest. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I it, I. I could tell you about her daughter. I could tell you all this, but I have this something in my brain that when someone tells me their name, whatever neurotransmitter that's supposed to put into the part of my brain that's <laughs> like a bank is doesn't fire correctly, I don't think, because I've had that weakness my whole life. I mean, shit, I've hung out with people seriously for days and days and days and then like oh my god what is their name no i'm serious i laugh because i can relate yeah it's a real i guess you know it's a real something whatever you want for me with uh being a freemason and with Mm. the lodge and going there's a lot of brothers that i know i've met probably 24 times or more yep 
I can't remember their name for the life of me. It's and, hard. Until you actually get hands-on and do something with them, you know? Yeah. Then, then it's like, okay. Maybe that's the way it's supposed to be, man. You know, it's like Maybe meaningful, it you know, relationships. Like, you know, I, I imagine Lodge is like a really awesome community, you know? It is. Like, uh, more more so it. than I could even imagine. You know, my grandfather was a Freemason. Nice. Yeah. And well, um, you know, a couple Freemasons outside of I've me. I've got some people pretty close <laughs> to me that are Freemasons, and uh, yeah, um, nice. good people. Seems like it. I think this is the first time out of ten episodes I've ever brought up Freemasonry. So that's kind of yeah, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's awesome, and you know, part of like to rewind just a little bit. Yeah. You know, um, I was reading this book that was another thing that kind of like spawned this whole mindful march thing, and it's called Luca, but it's spelled like Likey. Okay. Um, it's a Danish author who's a scient, a happy scientist. He travels. A happy scientist. A happy scientist apparently is somebody that travels around the world and takes some sort of census on what cultures, why they're hat, who they figure out who are the happiest, who are the most fulfilled. And I'm not talking huh. short-term happiness. I'm not talking, oh, man, you know? And this is, what do we all attribute? Ha I mean, I think, what do you attribute? I mean, uh, the Phil, okay, you are not LJ. You are just some dude. Okay. What do you attribute? What do you think people, what it makes them happy? What do you What's think? What's their drive? What's their, yeah. what fulfills yeah. that their drive and is their goal for happiness? Yeah. How do you think Americans measure happiness? Ooh, materialism. Yeah, yeah. Gluttony and materialism. I would have to <laughs> tend to. Agree That's just with my you. personal opinion. <laughs> yeah, and I and I would have to agree with you. But you know, it's the reason I brought this up. We're talking about lodge is one of the things that all these cultures have in common that are considered the happiest cultures, and a lot of them are in a small area we call the nordic you know you have okay. norway finland those areas denmark right. is the sense of community that's huge community yeah. like you know and i i i strive i really want i i made up mindful march to bring together a sense of community that's, my original plan awesome. was i was writing a letter to all my friends everybody i know that I was going to send it to him and have him pass it on. But the resistance got the better part of me. And I said, look, I'll take this for a trial run for a month. Because it doesn't have to be mindful March. It can be a mindful month. You can yeah. take a mindful month where, you know, there's a few practices with this. One is, you know, you have to do nutritional. You have to do a diet of some type. You can do keto. You can do paleo. Right. Um, you can do, I'm doing whole 30. Um, you, the other is sorry, man, no TV, no social media. Um, that's not necessarily a bad thing. And no. I, don't, I don't love social media. I utilize it for networking and staying in touch with people. Yeah. Um, outside of that TV, I, I love, I love my TV movies, yep. man. That would, that would be a good one for me to ditch for 30 days. Yeah. It, 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 I, I, you know, I think, I think so as well for everybody. Um, now you can watch some things like 
You can watch a documentary. You can watch something. And that's something a, with educational right. value, some sort of benefit. Yep, and you know maybe something uplifting to bring awareness about something different. Um, the other thing is, is you can't buy yourself anything for a month. <laughs> I already paid for this before yeah, I got yeah. it. So. Referencing the tattoo in your yep, arm, right? Yep. <laughs> um, uh, you can't buy anything for a month. You have to donate two hours a week of your time to somebody. You have to do, I mean, it's somebody be, other than yourself that's not helping your neighbor. Improving you, it's helping yes, your neighbor. Yeah. yeah, your neighbor, you see him out, you know, whatever. Or you can donate your time, you know, at a community center. Um, everyday yoga or meditation every day. Nice. So, and you don't have to go to a yoga class, right? Yeah. I mean, you can do sun salutes for five minutes in the morning. You'd you know? have to go to somebody and learn how to meditate. Just sit in a yeah. quiet room and. Oh man, there's apps these days yeah. that are so good for oh, meditation. Oh, yeah. Like Headspace is a one that I think is just awesome. It kind of gives you a little nudge on the shoulder. Hey man, you got ten minutes. You got twenty minutes for <laughs> nice. me today. You can. So set it's an it. app that kind of sets alarms. It it's check an, in with you. It's a like, guided okay, meditation. Dude. Nice. So um, you know the biggest failure I think for people like getting into a meditative pra- meditation practice, and this is another thing that Sync Float Spa did that's really cool that I haven't seen anybody do, is if you tell somebody, hey, go meditate. And they try to just pull off an hour meditation their first try. Oh, it's like they're gonna be like, uh, you know. But if you start five minutes, yeah, you know, five minutes. Five minutes is actually perfect. Yeah, totally. And then uh, I did deep core meditations. I got before apps and iTunes really kicked off. It was an MP3 copy of a CD book on tape from Chavis, who's a good friend of mine, who really got me into spirituality and meditation and i i owe a lot of that to him but a lot of those deep core meditations are 15 minutes 15 20 minute guided meditation yeah that's all i mean you get to that place you clear your head but you know you've got to do that every single day right yeah Um, routine goes a long ways with that it's like muscle memory and working out yeah you just kind of have you practice the better you'll get the easier it comes you know but you know, and there's, you know, there's several components for, you know, the month, you know, like that. Uh, you know, you can't eat out. I mean, it on a Whole30 diet, man, it's almost impossible to eat at a restaurant. I can, yeah. I yeah. can only imagine, dude. Because we put sugar in everything. Butter. Everything. Even yep. butter. It, it's insane. Yeah. What we do to our diet. But, yeah, it's, a, you know, the whole thing going from the lodge was just, like, you know, the sense of community, how important that is and how we lack it, and, you know, kind of just... When you contribute to your community, and that's reciprocated today, I, I kind of mentioned to you when you first got here, it was awesome. I looked out the window. We've had two huge storms finally kind of come in, which yeah. we desperately need for water, so that's good. Yeah. But uh, I went out to shovel for the snow, and... I've got my 80s synth pop going and I'm shoveling away and next thing I know my neighbor from across the street standing next to me I'm like oh shit sorry he's like I was just asking what you're listening to like the 80s synth pop he's like oh that's great cleared my driveway went across the street um, me him and two other neighbors cleared two of the older ladies driveways for him see how that just like trickles down it's one hand washes the other it's brilliant I love it so community's huge 
Totally, man. And that's awesome, man. You did not tell me about the rest of that story, which makes me smile. It's awesome. Yeah. Man, I like Necessary. it. Necessary. Yeah. The sense of community and stuff, that's rad, but I mentioned in the first half we get back to mountain biking, mountain bike races, yeah. and that's when you mentioned uh, you hit your wall and climbed over it and had a real emotional, pretty groovy realization, Yeah, which is awesome, but uh, how often do you race mountain bikes? <laughs> um, you know, more and more as I get older, you know, like as when I was younger, I did like what was called like downhill and super D. Nice. And, um, you know, one thing that you can't slow down is, you know, the getting old factor and crashes, you don't recover as fast. And so if I decided to take focus. Take a beating, you're feeling it. You feel it's it. It's not like in your 20s or even in yeah. your teens skateboarding where you go down and you, you hit pavement. and Dude. It hurts, but it's a few days. It's got to be closer or to a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> few weeks or months now yeah so i mean i just tried to focus more on like the you know endurance aspect longer rides um and it's you know it's it's a it's a mental thing it's a goal but yeah quite a few i mean so this year i've got um coming up my first big one i had well this is funny talking about the climate and whatnot i had four races on snow bikes you know fat tired bikes this winter Oh, All nice. four canceled. No, I don't lack, know, but I'm glad lack, you immediately clarified. <laughs> lack of snow. But so the big joke this year is the Trans Rocky, which is um, April 15th, 16th, and 17th. And Where's that at? They're hosting it in Moab for the first Sweet. time. So it's a three-day race um, in April. So yeah, man, mountain biking, a uh, big race like that in April is going to be interesting with no adequate time to train because <laughs> there's snow on the ground. Yeah. So, um, and then after that, I've got the Pierre 100, which is a hundred mile ride um, race. It's a I call them rides because I'm not going to win. I'm going to finish. Nice. So, That's um, huge. That is uh, up in the Tetons. Um, it's an old. You know, it's been around for a while, and then point to point again. I love the Tetons. Idaho side or Wyoming side? Uh, it's on Wyoming. So, okay. yeah, it's in Sweet. Alta. You know, it's at Grand Targhee, you know. And Grand Targhee, thanks to you. I, that's the only <laughs> time I've ever been up there. Oh, yeah. I went dude. to your house in Drake's, built place a fence. holds a dear, near, dear place in my heart. I've only been there one time, matter of fact. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. We got... Chase Clausen oh, hey, is sitting down you, with us. What's up, dude? What's up, guys? Thanks for coming by. Yeah, yes. Chase works with me at H&S, uh, like myself, but for many more years, worked with Jensen at Custom Rustic. Oh, yeah. Um, you're doing Black Raven Customs now, custom grips for firearms, yep. knives. Yeah. Um, chasing hats, kind of more about your hat collection. And, yeah, and being around. able to goof off a little more, bit. More, yeah, just uh, the 2A community can be a little bit, I mean... I don't want to say touchy, uh, to say the least. Oh, there's snowflakes on both sides. I mean, it's just, yeah, right. It, it, but it, I mean, a little bit more serious over there, which is totally fine. I'm, I don't want to, you know, piss them off. And so instead <laughs> I started a new thing. It's just like, it's my other niche. I kind of, I don't know, I have fun with Instagram. Instagram's fun. I post around on it. and It's not about the likes, really, or anything like that. Yeah. It's more... I don't know if you guys follow the man spot or any of you guys follow out there follow the man spot, but he has an awesome. It's it's more like a it's kind of like a blog going through your day of just what you do. Man spot has kids, so it's 
he's showing what he's doing with his kids and stuff like that. You know, shout out to Matt Spabo. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of like that. It's, it's fun. It's a little dip into my life. People get to see. So, so yeah, definitely Chasing Hats is just kind of a joke. And my name, <laughs> my full name is Chasen, by the way, guys. So, it fits. Uh, it works. Yeah, it's, just, Chase it's, Chase, it's Chase in Hats. Yeah, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> So yeah, I just give around. I definitely have a huge hat collection. I've unfortunately gotten rid of a lot through the years, but yeah, it's just, it's kind of yeah, it's yeah, right. It's it's joking around. Uh, it's simpler part of life. I don't, I kind of want to pull people out of their boxes. It's my silly side to say the least. So. Nice. Uh, well, we we all have common interests outside of carpentry for employment and our livelihood, but right. tattoos are a big part of our culture and. I mean, music-wise, Jensen mentioned music a little bit earlier on, but what what have you music. been jamming to, man? What, what's what been some good tunes? Man, I listen to so much different stuff. My playlist is, like, bipolar. That, uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a I mean, analogy. a lot of stuff, I mean, I listen to, you know, I love my jam bands. I'm a jammer. Uh, I've got Humphreys McGee coming up this week. I, nice. I like the fish. I like the widespread panic. <laughs> I spent a good part of my life, you know, traveling around, seeing those shows. Um, recently, I've really gotten into like, I mean, I've been listening to a lot of like classical piano oh, and nice. electronica. Like, I found this uh, uh, bunch of different like DJs that like play like a didgeridoo or something, you know. Desert Just dwellers. a super unique and random instrument. Yeah, yeah, something interesting. I mean, I like I like it all. I mean, it's like finding a taste in music. Like my my taste in music is music that I like. So yeah. it doesn't de- it definitely doesn't have any type of like oh I listen to rap you know I mean yeah. I, I listen to like, it all. I'm all over the place. Found myself I know, jamming I know Elton John uh, all last week. You know, stick figure, shaky graves. Yeah. Uh, I was playing Grand Theft Auto online earlier today, and I'm jamming the game. Like his right. 2004 right. album or whatever. Oh, yeah, Fitty sent on it. Right. And, and, and right. it's great. You know? makes you happy. But then I'm turning yeah. around, and I'm playing Nirvana in utero, and then jamming out to musical scores from movies. Which I think Chase would be, he's right. like, all right. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's listening to fucking Star Wars. Turn it down a little bit. <laughs> last time gaming, so... But, I mean, music's huge. And we talk about floating and meditation and plant medicine. But for me, I think music is probably one of those most common things where people can almost meditate through music. Totally. It can can be a break from whatever's going on. Right. You know what I mean? It can be an outlet. It can be something you relate to. It just, you lose yourself in it, you know? Like, I mean, I think the whole world, I mean, that's the one thing that all us humans everywhere, no matter what corner of the earth you live on, we all have in common, and that's music, you know? It's a a universal language. It's a universal language, and it's just like, I think another thing is music is meant to be, like, ingested, and, you know, we're so used to, like, putting out, but... You know, it's always good. People are like, man, it's amazing how much you can learn when you listen. Yeah. You know? Well, not only ingest, but digest it. Yeah, digesting. Ingest it, digest it. (laughs) I mean, what it can, you know, invoke so much emotion. It can invoke memories. Like, I mean, all the things that music can do. I mean, it's just like, it's the key, man. Imagine a world with no music. I, I, I listen to music daily. I almost put it on 
almost as soon as I get up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's already happening. Sometimes I wake up from dreams and it, uh, it it's funny lately I, and I don't do it. I didn't do it before now. And it's just kind of something I've been doing to to stay a little bit more I don't know. I I don't read that much so so uh, lately freestyles kind of been my new just goofing around and I, yeah. and me and my wife will put a, a a a beat and it's just instrumental music going up on the on the screen and we're just listening to it so it's just instrumental but then I'll just try to freestyle to it oh, yeah. but it's just I'd like to hear that it, yeah. as, as goofy as it sounds at first and it's just joking yeah. around and it's just fucking about but it uh, lately but or or by the end of the night it it'll, it'll get better and it. I'll catch these streaks, and at the end, I'm like, wow, that was actually... <laughs> That's all right. I did all you right You should record there. that shit. Yeah. So she's yeah. been doing it, sneak, sneaking behind my back, and kind of like <laughs> recording it with her phone as I'm doing it. I don't notice her doing it, but it's... I'm glad she is, because, I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit shy at the moment, or whatever, but it, it's it's kind of fun, and I catch myself doing it all the time now, in nice. my head, in my head at least, and so... But no, what what when I'm where I'm going with that is just it it's it's crazy how much music actually shapes my 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 day to day. It's my and I and I'm I'm just like Jensen. I I change the tune up yeah. constantly. Yeah. It's all, whatever's tapping my all, all over day. the place. Sometimes it's jazz. Yeah, just, man. just jazz. That, there's me. a million flavors, and you know, <laughs> right. I mean, that's how our household wakes up. I mean, it's right. usually my wife. You know, she's up. I mean, she wakes up at four. And it's, you know, it's kind of starts low and she listens to super like chill kind of electronica. Nice. And then once the kids emerge, my kids emerge about, <laughs> well, one of them about 4.30, the other one about 6. It's, oh, good Lord. Yeah. And then, you know, the music goes up and that's what happens in the morning. We listen to music. We have breakfast, you know, off to school with the kids, off to work for me. And you know, music throughout the day, right. music throughout the night, yeah. and yeah, it's good. And then I like to listen to people talk too. You know, I like the podcast, and right. I dig know. the podcast and audio books yeah. as well. Yeah, books on tape is what we used to call them. Remember? It's still a <laughs> yeah, it's still new before to me. the digital age. It's still new to me. Let me borrow that double cassette. Fucking book on tape, dude. I think well, I'm, what do you mean? Some of them are like full now. on pizza boxes with a thousand cassettes. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, it's and like, CDs, were, it was the same way. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, it's not eight cassette tapes, but it's still four fucking discs. Yeah. Whatever, too. God damn it. It's good. It's amazing, like, how much you can learn. Like, I mean, ever since, I, I don't know, I, when did you guys... I, I started listening to podcasts maybe I'd say about four years ago maybe maybe five Jealous. this guy did it to me I'll say it <laughs> this right guy now. me yeah this guy you you, you uh, it was on the way home from um, Portland oh nice Portland uh, which was the first time we actually really like hung out hung out got to like, know each other I mean we, we, we've been to matches like, together oh, we've been in the same supporters group yeah right? So, but, but quality but, time, right, right, right. Yeah. A real trip, and that was like we worked for. That was funny because that was actually. Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> when you guys yeah, went was, on that trip. It, yeah. it, it wasn't there. Didn't something happen at the match? That, that was second time. That, yeah, that second was the second time. time. Yeah, I remember hearing something <laughs> about some people beating. I don't us. know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's all we'll leave it. Wife's getting bands. <laughs> yeah. 
No, that's <laughs> Excuse <laughs> <Right>. me. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it is. Hi, Jessica. Life, but, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. The, uh, but yeah, you got it. That was the the first Portland trip you got right, me into. Yeah. Uh, it was a road podcast yep, on the way home. Satellite radio, and I was just tired. And I love music, but sometimes you just need a break. Yeah, change it. it up. And my well, dad, my dad better. got me into old time radio stories like The Shadow. Yeah. And I and Paul Harvey and Phil Hendry and Art Bell and Coast to Coast. It's all from my dad who's a trucker. You know, over thirty five years, safe driving with UPS. Good job, Pops. Oh yeah. Um right. but I inherited all that from him. And so it's kinda cool, but as far as podcasts go, if you owe that to me, I owe it to Chavis because he got me going on podcasts. Jensen asked how long ago and fuck, I don't know, six, seven, eight years ago. Yeah, I mean, shit. I remember, I think we, at least I started tuning into Rogan off Chavis's recommendation when he was on like episode 103. Oh, yeah. So a minute ago. Right. <laughs> and I think I started in on Rogan with, God, it had to be like 300? four, 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 three, four, I think three, where we were on that road trip back from. Uh, Portland, I think it was like three fifty two or something like that. Yeah, so it had been like yeah, like like. It's late, funny how many people started their podcast career with Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 he's a genius. There's a reason yeah. why he's he, got the and, what the most downloaded podcast. Well, he, yeah. he he he's up there. I I was looking it up. Um, we were on it. We were on a drive somewhere. I think it was a couple months ago. And I was like, okay, what is the most downloaded? And there's, you know, it's all stuff I like, man. Um, Radio Lab was a big Radio Lab, Ted Radio Hour, which I tuned into thanks to Rogan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's like the crutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, dude, all the random, like, just knowledge, whatever. You know, you, we talk about Rogan's podcast, and I love the diversity of it. Like one, you know, he'll have a comedian on one week one day he does like three he does like three or four a day then then he has an (laughs) mma one you know then he'll have a diet and exercise and then he'll have you know a professor or some random journalist yeah i'm not gonna lie there's a few now that i've i've like no now no like i'm like now Oh, that that conversation never really goes the way (laughs) right i i and it that's but that's the best part about a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Some people may to... be like, that's the one I want. I love that guy. But yeah, there's some of the guests on there. Like, I can list. I'm, I'm not going to bring up any names because I love the people. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, some of the guests that are on there and make several appearances. I mean, I'm definitely drawn toward more of his, like, educational faction, yep. you know. So, <coughs> this... Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I was going to say, but at the same time. That guy's got I love when, when Duncan Trussell tunes in. And yeah. the I love Duncan Trussell. Duncan Trussell family hour is fucking amazing. Family hour is great. But it's rad to have that randomness. I love the hunt, the hunters. Uh, as of Cameron recently, uh, the Adam Green Tree. Yeah. Green Tree is a is a genius man. That guy's a bit yeah. on a podcast. The, his podcasts are w- with Rogan especially are just entertaining. Yeah, like he's, yeah. he's one of the guys that I kind of got trying to. Uh, uh, Haynes is fucking another dude. Cameron Haynes is just like he's nicest guy. Yeah, just as a human, you know. I mean, he's like Under Armour athlete. You know, still works (laughs) for his municipality in Oregon. He's an ultra endurance runner. 
you know, dude's 50 years old, like, yeah. built, like, a shit brick, brick shit house, <laughs> like, that, that, that. 200 and whatever 230 something yeah we brought that yeah we brought that up earlier today we did bring that up that stuff's ridiculous man Mm -hmm. yeah and it's that's cool my hat's off for that stuff like literally hats off chasing's hats off yeah (laughs) instead of uh physically is off (laughs) but that that stuff's insane and and to that courtney courtney that wanted yeah i mean that's cool chase pops in randomly at the end and brings us it's pretty amazing I mean, that, story. That's yeah, that's insane. That stuff, the will, the awesome. willpower to drive through like that yeah. and and win by something like ten hours or something. Yeah, and 20, as 20 miles. Put it earlier off a diet of pizza and beer. Yeah, yeah. pizza yeah. and nachos. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, go, yeah, girl. But I think that's it was awesome. campaigns that was saying like, yeah, be careful how you, yeah, how you stay there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's not an every night night thing and she's yeah. still an athlete like don't think that oh I'm sure she's got, still I don't, I don't, I don't think she goes to 7-Eleven <laughs> but, but for damn sake no, like, no. I, I thought the only way you could do that was to be on like just straight Steady like regime, shots of, diet of training yeah. hold the whole plant wheatgrass <laughs> yeah like wheatgrass wheat wheatgrass you're just uh. free facing wheatgrass <laughs> yeah. right protein, protein I think we're uh, we're creeping up on uh, just over an hour but mm. I, I I definitely appreciate you guys coming over and Chase oh, yeah. popping up I'm, yeah. I kind of wanted to have a surprise you, guest yeah fuck yeah dude it was nice to in chime in, in. Yeah. Jensen you have anybody you want to shout out anything you want to say any questions for me oh man you know uh, shout out to the family the wife and kids you know nice hello from cyberspace I suppose <laughs> um uh, LJ, thanks for having me on. It's awesome. Yeah, thank you. you. Know, Hopefully, I'll have you back many, many, yeah, many, I'd like many to times. Come back. We we talk for hours. I oh, suppose yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. I would. I absolutely agree. And I don't want to be one of those guests. You, you know that people once you get real famous that are like, yeah. oh, he's got that fucking date on again. <laughs> like, I want you to be that guy. <laughs> uh, I mentioned this on the last episode. I, I want people to tune in. I want them to support it and love it. If they don't, maybe not really fuck them, but that's everybody's prerogative. I'm not going to be everybody's flavor of tea. That's fine. Oh, that's okay, man. <laughs> you know, this I, is for me and, the, and about the people I know and you're love. You're my flavor. And, yeah, likewise. So, <laughs> Jay, should anybody want to shout out? Anything you want to toss in there? I'll have Shit. you back in the future. Don't worry. Got dead cereal right here. <laughs> uh, no, Black Raven, uh, chasing hats if you want to. Uh, Black Raven is Black Raven, Black period Raven period uh, customs. Uh, that's for Instagram. Um, Black Raven customs on Facebook. And then uh, if that is if you're into the 2A thing. And then chasing hats if you just want to have a good time. And that's spelled C H A I S O N hats. Um, but yeah, it's like it sounds. Chasing hats. Nice. Have a good time, guys. That cereal. Listen, <laughs> <All right>. enjoy. <laughs> yes, right, enjoy. Thank good you. Night. I'm a hearty handshake. Both of you. Thank yeah. you, Jensen. Thanks yes. for having me, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yep. And that concludes episode nine of the Dead Cereal Podcast. I'd like to thank Jensen for his time. It was good seeing you, man. Good catching up. Please don't forget to check out Vic Back on Instagram at Vic Back. You can also find us on Instagram at Dead underscore Cereal. Aside from that, as always, do no harm, take no shit. 
Uh, I would like to reach out to the artist taking us out tonight, but unfortunately he's no longer with us. So I'll just say rest easy, Joe Strummer. Have a good night.